Hello, 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 and welcome back to Show Talk Podcast, the place where I talk, you talk, and we talk about shows. We are back with another episode of Motherland Fort Salem, and yes, I know, I know, this episode is a little later than normal, but life has just been kicking my butt recently, but I did not forget. I'm here, and I'm ready to give you guys my take on episode seven of Motherland Fort Salem, because so much has gone down. I feel like this episode really is the turning point for this season which is so weird to say since there's only my god three episodes left in the season but it just gives me hope for season two you know if if episode seven is the turning point for everything even though the last six episodes have been so packed then who knows what we have to look forward to I mean are you guys okay I feel like some of us are still traumatized about Half the things that went on this season, I mean, Garrett and Tally, Scylla and Rael, Rael and Anacostia, Kalita and Ad- there's just so much that I just, I can't wait to get into it with you guys. So if you'll forgive me, <laughs> let's get right into episode seven of Motherland Fort Salem. I don't know about you, but I feel like we should jump into the juicy goods of why you guys are here today. Scylla, Anacostia, and Adler. I mean, the last time we've seen Scylla, she was uh, still being tortured, interrogated by <laughs> Anacostia and Alder. And, um, you know, things weren't looking good. She... Uh, she seemed stressed. I was stressed. I feel like you guys were stressed. Mm. Hmm. And this this episode did not make it any better because she is she is holding strong for the spree, which I don't know why. So here's the thing. They want to know why the spree specifically are targeting bellwethers because this is the first time that the spree have directly attacked witches and of course we need to know their motives the president wants to know their motives humans are getting scared people are retaliating and people want answers which is understandable seeing as how humans are slowly dying in very gruesome ways you know uh so (laughs) I, I understand where the pressure is coming from, and I understand where the pressure is coming from on Alder to get results. And their only hope right now is through Scylla. But she's she's holding it in, and she, she doesn't want to tell because she says, what does she say? That the spree have their back, or they protect their own, or something like that. And where is she exactly getting those notions? Because the last time I checked, the spree kind of told her either you bring Rael or we kill you. We make your life a lot harder than it is. They've threatened her multiple times in the last six episodes. And, uh, you know, we did she almost get lit on fire the last time? Almost got her throat slit. So I really don't understand what Scylla is holding on to. I mean, we've even seen such growth in her the last couple of episodes where she second guesses the spree, where she she wonders where her loyalty lies. And we even get to see her her beginning, her origin story on how she became part of the spree. And even then you see see some hesitation and yet nothing. We're going to hold strong. And I guess I can see it, too, because 
you see Elder, and this is the first time, um, from what we know of from if you guys watched After the Storm, that Scylla and Elder have actually made contact with each other face to face. And this is somebody who is seeing the main reason for her parents' death, the main reason for why she is on this spree spiral to begin with. And I guess that kind of could just reinforce the anger or reinforce the the reasoning behind why she started this to begin with. So maybe it's not the spree that she's protecting. Maybe it's the ideas or the ideals that she she started with when when she came across the spree, when she first lost her parents, when they first started running. Like, let's go way, way back to the beginning of what changed. The belief that the system that Alder has created, that we've talked about in depth with multiple different people, those who believe that Alder has done a great job and that she is, 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 creating a community for witches, people like Tally and people like Anacostia who who believe that this is a new a new form or a reform for witches and everything and growth for them. But then you have people like Petra who 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 think that they need to take a bigger stand as witches against humans in a a bigger sense, but against the spree or you have people like Scylla who think that Humans are the downfall for witches. They have been since since the trials. They have been since they've been burning witches at the stake. And now, just by making an agreement, are we slaves to them? Have we really created a, a community that we say we've created? I don't know. Listening to Scylla talk about her ideas of of what a witch should be and, and the strength and power and and position that a witch should have after everything that they've been through, you can't say that you don't think of the Spree's ideas. I mean, I I talked about this a couple episodes ago, maybe around episode two, maybe even episode one, where you can't really see if the Spree are the bad guys. They, They only want what's best for witches. They want witches to be free. They don't want them to have to look towards another master just to keep themselves alive, just to fight for survival, that they should have a place at the table, at the head of the table, above all. And maybe that's a little much. Maybe that's a little drastic. And and I don't think that the spree are going about it the right way, but you can't say that their ideas are wrong. I mean, how many times have I express that although I love Alder and although I, I love everything that she's she's done for the witches, the community that she's created for them to at least have some kind of, of sanctuary or freedom that they didn't have during the witch trials, that she is under her own shackles. She is under her own shackles to the government, to the Hague, to her own school that she's created. She has to have a certain level of distance from all of them to to keep the facade that she is strong and that she's not struggling and she's not dealing with having to defend herself continuously for the past 300 years, whether it's from people trying to, to kill her and, and take away her family's gift, or is it from people just trying to use her and to, to have it benefit their own, their own gains, their own country, win their own wars, 
I don't know. There's a lot to think about when you think about the spree. Like I've said, you can't necessarily say that they're evil, but are you going to hesitate at their methods of how they choose to do the right thing? If you see it that way, I mean, even Scylla hesitated and, and I was very excited to see her origin story, to see how she really started with the spree. Cause one, yes, I know we've talked about it before, but I love to see how they're able to do the trick with the faces and the identities. And one, yes, I can finally solidify that the Scylla we have here is the Scylla that we have forever. And I know we've talked about it before. I know, I know, but I just need confirmation. I need, I need physical facts. <laughs> and now we get to see that it, they're part of an organization. Okay, so I know they said that there's no real leader to the spree, which was something that I was hoping would happen or hoping that maybe there is so we can see who's really asking for Rael. But since there's no real leader, like, what does that mean? Like, who's asking for Rael? Is it just a group of people who are like, okay, you do what you got to do. I'll do what I got to do. Some of us are financially powerful, so we can make we can make a safe house for us in this armory. Or is it like Rael's mom's still alive? Yes, I'm throwing it out there. I'm saying it again. I think Rael's mom is still alive. I think she's with the Spree. I think she's the reason that the Spree want her. Because who else? Who else could be in the Spree or know about Rael unless it's somebody back home? in the spree who who wants her who knows how powerful she is and the only person that knows how powerful she is has to either be back home has to be one of the people she's healed so that could be one or it has to be her mother there's there's no one else we're too new in fort salem for it to be anyone in fort salem and i don't know what are your guys's theories on that who is who is asking for rail if the spree is led by no one but they have this 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 gathering. They have this safe house for themselves. Who wants Rael? Is it the group of them? Are they arguing to see if she deserves the space? Like, I just want to know what's going on deep inside. If I could be a fly on the wall during one of the spree meetings, I would be. This entire interrogation, we've gotten so much. I mean, we have where they are, the armory. Anacostia knows that they want Rael in, in some form because Anacostia knows that Rael is powerful and and now we know how the spree start what gets them in what's their initiation but that's that's technically all the information we got from Scylla because she is not letting it go I mean we've given her fake food we've starved the girl we've hit her we've 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 given her glass to eat and and nothing but what does break her, though, is seeing our girl, Rael, and my heart, oh, my heart hurt with that scene so hard. I love how you guys on Twitter classify it as the scene, because honestly, it was. It was the scene, because seeing Anacostia go through those methods of trying to break Scylla after all this time of having her down there and getting nothing and finally realizing what her real weak spot is. Oh, oh, clap, clap to Anacostia right there. Awesome work. I mean, if you're going to be a torture person, do it right, right? And Anacostia did it right. And bringing Rael in and, and breaking down 
Scylla's walls? Yes. And also, for everybody shipping Rael and Scylla together, how how good do you feel knowing that, that Scylla's one weakness is Rael? Like, was that not just like, I don't know, in all the drama and all the craziness that happened in that scene, I kind of felt good about that. That out of everything, even as we saw last episode that, that Scylla gave up bringing Rael to the spree, there was still hesitation there that she was going to do it, right? And so that was kind of my one issue with with if she really cares about Rael. But seeing that Rael actually be her weakness to letting Anacostia and letting Alder know about the spree, ah, oh, loved it. Loved it so much. And I hope you guys did too, because I thought that was great. Um, but yeah, that scene was so heartbreaking. Just, just seeing them reach out for each other and and the theories that Rael actually already knows that Scylla is spree I mean I wouldn't be surprised because I feel like she might have had an inkling about what kind of person Scylla was ever since the loss of Porter and everything that happened during Beltane and I feel like in that moment Rael decided that Scylla was worth it no matter what kind of person she is and, and what what she's done I don't know how I feel about that because Scylla killed a lot of people and I don't know why we just keep, you know, brushing that under the rug. But, you know, love does love does crazy things to a person. You start forgiving them for all type of things. I mean, look at Talia and Garrett. Um, but yeah, that scene where they're just reaching out for each other and they finally get to say their I love yous. Oh, man. Literally was in tears. And then having, what did, uh, was it Anacostia just like knocks her back out and just puts her back into her room as if nothing even happened. But we know, we know the truth. And looking at Tally and looking at Rael and how they're looking at Anacostia, oh, for sure they know that Scylla's really alive. And I feel like Rael might be second guessing herself because when we see her get ready for the city jump, which I'll go into a little bit later, um, you see her doubt what is real and what's not and if Scylla really is alive and if she isn't alive and what that would mean if the army is really keeping Scylla hostage no matter what she's done and how that might have her churn on the army, have her churn on Fort Salem and everyone else just to get Scylla back. And you start to question, can you really trust an army that would put your loved ones at risk for the truth or to just win a battle or... It doesn't matter. Does the hesitation matter? You see the fact that when Anacostia goes and talks to Adler and tells her that maybe we should give Scylla another chance. And and I was actually pretty surprised because is Anacostia going to be the, the one that frees Scylla? Be the one that lets Rael know that she is alive and and she doesn't agree with with Elder's beliefs that if you're if you're evil once, you're evil forever. What does that mean? If you can't trust your leaders to make the right decision to to decide who's evil and who and who's not and to to give a second chance and and to continue hurting the ones that you love for for that truth, what does that mean for the army? What does that mean if you're serving in the army? What does it mean for Rael? What does it mean for for Tally? What does it mean for Abigail, who is now looking at the army through a different light from Adil, who is trying to give her a new perspective on what the army has been doing to his life and the cost that 
using their work and using their seed is actually doing to them and everyone around them. I mean, I don't know. I'm actually pretty surprised at, at the relationship that Adil and Abigail have have blossomed so quickly and over an episode. I mean, episode six, towards the end, we saw a couple glances their way and, and maybe I thought Abigail was just reaching out for someone to give her a quick boost in all the trauma that she's dealt with recently. But you see in this episode that she she gets a different kind of bond from him. He's someone that pushes back. He he doesn't he doesn't follow her because she's a bellwether. He doesn't even know what that even means. But he sees her and he sees how powerful she is and how smart she is and and maybe that's something that she needs. Uh, even the boys come back, which I was very happy to see because I've, I've missed them so much in the last two episodes that they've been gone. But even with them ready to, to follow her lead and, and be there for her if she needs them, she finds a better solace in a deal, which I don't know. I was a little confused about how quick it was going, but I guess I can see it because she needs someone to challenge her. She need, She needs someone to to see her for more than just her name and he does that he's an outside source that that sees that for her but I don't know how I feel about how he's pushing his ideas on her so fast it's it's like he expects her to just believe what he says about how the army is just ruining everything and, and their way of life is it has a cost and it, it's been ruining lives forever when Abigail has just been learning to be a bellwether and be a strong warrior in this war for so long that it's it's hard to just rewire what you're you're taught for so long and and he seems to try to push that on her a lot and and he seems to get angry at her when she doesn't understand but it's like saying it's like hearing Scylla's ideas for the spree and and automatically being like okay I understand like I will follow their lead from now on no you have to experience it like he has you have to see it like he has and and maybe you'll change your mind but this lifestyle this 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 living that she's made and in being stronger and working on her seed and working on her work to to be the best warrior that she can that's not something you just forget overnight that's not something you just let go of overnight and I don't know how I feel about him pushing his ideas on her so fast and 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 judging her for it um do I think it'll help her in the future to see a different perspective so that she can be powerful and, and use her work and and her powers to for a different angle that we might not see yes I'll be excited to see that if it does happen but I don't think we should all follow blindly to somebody's version of what what's good and what's what's not cuz if that was the case I I wouldn't like Scylla right now I I I would only believe in Fort Salem but I I don't I I believe in some of the things that that Scylla is is saying and and I I love her for for her fighting against her own cause and I love everything that Fort Salem has done for for witches and, and I can't just say that Adil's lifestyle is is the correct one, even though we have seen some of the things that have come from past wars. There's always going to be casualties. I don't know. I don't know how I feel because I, I think about it in in our sense with war these days and, and what that does to the communities that we, we go into and, and we fight and, and the losses that come out of it. It's like you can't really see like the good that you're doing and the destruction that 
that comes from it. Or like, even if you guys are Marvel fans and that scene in the Avengers where they're talking about all the people that died when, when they were during the, the age of Ultron and, and what that meant. And if they really were the good guys when so many people died for them to save so many others, I don't know. It's, it's a lot of things to think about that I haven't wanted to think about and I guess that's why I like the show it it makes you think deeper and, and think about things that you maybe wouldn't have thought of before so I will I will keep an eye on Adil and Abigail's relationship and see how that goes from here on out um she seems to trust him I mean she's willing to risk her unit for it seeing as how every witch and powerful nurse of Fort Salem hasn't been able to to cure the virus that has has taken over Kalita's vocal cords and is killing her she believes that Rael can do it she sees the power that Rael has which is a complete 180 from the first couple episodes where she thought that Rael was just going to be someone that holds her down she now sees the power that she has and what that power can do for Adil's sister now I feel like we should have read the warnings or maybe told Rael the warnings before we just up and picked up Kalita and and brought her out to the forest for Rael to heal because I don't know maybe we should say if you heal her you might die people have died before we start making this decision I don't know luckily it ended up okay and uh Kalita ended up alive and and well and and more powerful than what it seems like now but there's still consequences of what's occurred because usually Rael takes on the the injuries and the struggles that that have been caused by what she's healed and she hasn't this time oh my god that's another thing we don't even know what this virus does and abigail doesn't even know the true extent of rail's powers but we're just gonna have her heal her and take on this virus that's been killing and spreading multiple people that we don't even know the origins for and hope that the outcome's okay Guys, when I say love makes you dumb, love makes you dumb. Like, geez, we're risking lives for people these days. Okay. (laughs) Okay, but luckily it turns out okay. Maybe, because it looks like we transferred this virus over to the wall. You remember that wall from last episode that we were worried about that's attached itself to to Rael's finger because she touched it? You remember that wall that's like in between life and death that we don't really know about? I don't know. It was in a freaking tomb. You'd think we'd be a little bit more worried before we started touching things and now it's infected. And you guys, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I don't think we can handle a new enemy right now. I mean, we, we just started prepping for the spree and they're already one step ahead of us. And let's be honest, we are fetuses of the army right now. So far, we've learned linking, which is amazing and and great and could probably keep us alive in the next couple of fights that we have coming up. But can we handle a new entity that we don't even know how to explain that is just covered in secrets that nobody really wants you to know? Oh man, I don't think we're I don't think we're ready. I don't think we're ready for the consequences of it being infected, of what that might do to Rael if they are connected in some kind of circuit 
way back and forth like that we don't know and and now that whatever happens to her happens to this wall she is in the army she is a healer that wall is going to be experiencing a lot of trauma we're gonna have to fix it fast are we too late is the question this is a virus that possibly is human made that we haven't seen before that there's currently no cure for other than Rael. So <laughs> I think our options are pretty low. And with Rael being angry enough to grab Scylla and run for the hills, we might be losing our own source of healing for whatever this thing is. So we're screwed. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> uh, such a great setup for season two, though. Can't lie. I, I, I'll be excited to see it if we if we do explore that a little bit more or if we're all just going to be whiplashed for the next three episodes into what that means. Ugh, there's so much going on in this episode right now that even I feel whiplashed in what to focus on. And you probably could tell by the amount of random segues that I've ran through this entire episode. So if you've gotten this far, congratulations. But what do you guys think? think of the powers that have been expanding and, and what we've been seeing from our girls so far. I mean, Tally and her her vision has been expanding a lot more this episode than we've seen since Bellatane. And, and what does that mean? Is that through her connection with Rael and through the connection with the wall? Or is it just completely her? We have Rael that's just getting stronger. I mean, she dropped her entire class cold with one spell that she's been teaching herself since her before her mother died and if that's what she can do to a room full of witches who knows what she'll be able to do against those that actually stand in her way which make me worried about Anacostia and Alder not like they don't have their own problems right now <laughs> I mean that little fight with Kalita and out there this episode amazing i mean kalita's probably my favorite character in this episode i'm out of the unit i love them i love our girls greatly but kalita she just exudes such such power for for a child and you can tell that the tareem hold her in in such a high regard just the way she holds herself the way she says that adil's job has been done as if it's his duty to protect her like i cannot wait to see her expand more in this show and i hope we see her like reoccurring throughout this season especially just seeing her go up against Elder, And I love Elder, you guys know, but seeing another person go up against her that's also a witch, that's also just like at Elder's level, loved it. Loved it so much. Oh, I can't wait. I mean, this, this season, these episodes, they keep me on my feet. They keep me at the edge of my seat. I... I love it and I hope you guys are too. I hope you guys are loving these episodes. Um, this is pretty much all I have for you today. Thank you for being patient with me. Um, some honorable mentions from this week's episode that I feel like I could not, I don't know, speak on. Tally and Garrett. What the hell was that? I thought we gave up with Garrett, you know, last episode after we found out he was married. Why is Tally going up? up and 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 being the other woman she's so much better than that 
you know what? I can't even falter for it. She's going through so much stress with, with the worry of whether Rael's going to, to find out about the fact that she knows that Scylla is free and ugh, that's going to cause so much drama. And looking at the promo, it looks like Rael and, and Talia are about to go head to head and someone's going down. <laughs> this is going to be so awkward. It's going to be a mess. We, we've just become to a point where this unit has been seeing each other as equals, have been seeing each other as, as sisters just for this one secret to tear them apart, for, for this one person to tear them apart. It's <sighs> one step forward, two steps back, right? Ugh. What do you guys think about the city drop that they are doing? Do you think it's just a a technique to throw Rayal off about the fact that she's seen Scylla? Do you think that we're ready for a city drop right now? I, I, I don't know. There's too much. Emotions are very high right now. And, and we've already seen this episode that your emotions are what link you to your powers. So if everyone is going to be unstable on your first mission, no less... That's just that's just a warning for, for body counts to be starting to add up. And it, it might be people's fault. <laughs> I don't know. Were you happy to see Scylla, Scylla's origin story as much as I was? I don't know. I love seeing the beginning of people's stories, seeing how they started, and, and seeing what got them where they are today, and, and how they've grown throughout a season. And this episode did that so well for Scylla. Um, what else? What else is a great thing from this episode? I don't know. I think I hinted about almost everything. Almost everything. But uh, thank you for sticking around this long. If you have, I'm so sorry that this episode is late. I will try not to do that again. And I will be live tweeting with you guys as well this Wednesday. Hope you guys are going through with the hashtag Renew Motherland Fort Salem. I see them and I'm about to start doing it too because even with everything going on in the world right now, they have to hear us fighting for this show. I mean, we were trending Wednesday. Very happy about that and I... I can't wait to see if we do get a season two. I mean, we have to. Your voices are loud. Mine is too. So keep on talking. Tweet me at Show Talk Podcast if you want to talk more about this show or any of the other shows I'm podcasting. Or you can send me a message at showtalkpodcast at gmail.com. And maybe I'll give you a shout out on this next episode or this show. I don't know. But at the end of the day... Thank you for listening and keep on talking.